Welcome back to Cody's Questions. We are all guilty of stereotyping from time to time. Stereotypes don't have to always be a bad thing. They come from somewhere, right? Instead of trying to look past the stereotypes, maybe some good can come from embracing them and the individual cultures each state has. After all, it is a big country, and so there are bound to be some differences. So with your help, we want to spend this season investigating and answering one of Courtney's most in-depth questions. Which state has the coolest stereotype in America? This week, we are leaving New Hampshire and headed down to Pennsylvania. We have Laura with us today to represent Pennsylvania. She's a photography addict that started out as a photographer for fun and turned it into a small business. And like me, she loves learning strange, unique facts about everything and learning about serial killers and how their minds work. It's great to have you. I'm a little concerned about serial killers. <laughs> why? They're entertaining. Because <laughs> Jay has two ex-wives. That's why he's scared. That would make sense. <laughs> the serial killer might be easier to deal with. <laughs> I won't, won't say anything to that regard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I might agree with you for once, Jay. Oh, my goodness. So when we do our research for each state, we ask people, like, the first thing they think of when it comes to the state, the, what they think the most common food is and the two funniest, the most common job, and what most people do for fun. And but, those are always crazy answers. Crazy answers. It is. It is. Uh, before we get to that, what do you think Pennsylvania's most common stereotype is? The stereotype? Pennsylvania. People call it Pennsylvania all the time, and I don't know exactly why, but they do. Have you been to Kentucky? Through it? Yes. Never <laughs> stopped. So. Nobody goes on vacation to Kentucky, right? No. I know people who live there, and I don't understand why. But that's just me. Man, I used to live there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But I absolutely love that they call it pencil tucky. I don't know why I'm so entertained by this, but I just really am. Yeah. I mean, my husband's from South Carolina, so we always have this North versus South debate and it's rather entertaining. Um, I actually have a magnet on our fridge that says you, you lost to get over it. Um, so oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so it, there's a lot of like, he calls me a damn Yankee all the time. It's it's great. So, yeah. I saw that on the form you filled out. I was like, man, she says damn Yankee like six times. I think we're already friends. Like, I just <laughs> you know they make it. an all white Confederate battle flag, right? Yes. Mm, there's a lot of misconceptions about all that. Stuff. I don't think Courtney got the joke. I really wasn't <laughs> listening to you, to be honest, Jay. I said an all white Confederate flag. Oh my goodness, Jay! <laughs> Surrender flag. Jay, I, I do not have enough caffeine what? for you today, Jay. You what? I said I've not had enough caffeine to deal with you today, Jay. I'm pounding a 20 ounce Red Bull right now. Lord help us all. So anyway, back to Pennsylvania. This, this is, is behind like the 90 percent of what we do when we're recording. Like, okay, Jay, focus time. <laughs> so I saw something the other day that said like it showed all the most Googled things for each state and for pennsylvania it said why is pennsylvania so haunted is it stupid haunted up there or something 
Yes, it is. It's very rich in history, all the way back from pre-Civil War, Revolutionary War. I mean, obviously, the founding fathers met there to start our country. So, I mean, you figure that amount of history that goes through that state, there is a lot of ghosts. I mean, Gettysburg alone, think about how many souls passed away in one area um, and all the books that people have written and things that people have seen, experiences that are unexplainable, let alone the penitentiaries that are empty up there and the psych wards that are empty up there that you can go and explore. Um, and they are not for the faint of heart. Let's just put it that way. So it's a very haunted state, very ghostly state. Plus then on top of that, you put the steel mills that are abandoned. It, it's a unique area in that regard. Have you ever explored one of these psych wards? It sounded like you did a little bit. <laughs> yes, actually I have. And I forget what the name of it is off the top of my head. Um, it was up north west, up towards like the Scranton area. Um, you can actually go and buy tickets and go take tours of it. And they'll tell you basically, um, you know, if you have a heart condition, please don't come. If you have... Um, any mental health disorders that this could trigger the symptoms like severe anxiety, panic attacks, anything like that, that, that was my dog. If you heard the door, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, that please don't come. Or if you do be aware that this could trigger you, um, PTSD symptoms, things like, um, I highly disregard, encourage you to not attend. Um, and it, it's really fascinating to walk around what used to be like, the grounds for some of the major criminally insane people back in the days when I forget what time era it was where they would do the front lobe lobotomies and just put people there that they did not understand how to take care of their mental health and they would just set them up there and they leave things there things have been left there over the years um just because they abandoned them really fast and so it to walk through it it's eerie it's not as eerie as Gettysburg but it's eerie so I imagine Gettysburg's pretty like super cool but creepy at the same time. It's very solemn ground. You walk through Gettysburg and you have this solemn feel through it. We it was our <laughs> our field trips every year we would go to Gettysburg um growing up and you always saw something different. Um it has an ominous feel to it. Um you can't get away from that. You, they, the the story goes on the day of the final day of Gettysburg that there was so much um, lead and ammunition and gunpowder in the sky that it rained for I forget how many days straight because of the cloud cover. It just messed with the atmosphere until the battle by the time the battle was over. And it's, a, it's the haunted stories and the stories that have come out of there are very interesting and they give you goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it right now. <laughs> um, we, the reenactments when you go up there, um, especially in like the June, July time fr frame when they're doing the major reenactment. Um, one year, it was years and years, obviously later, it was around the, I forget what anniversary it was. It was a few years ago, a guy got shot with an actual musket ball and they could not figure out where it came from because nobody uses live rounds when they're doing a reenactment. Um, but he got shot with it and when they pulled it out of him, um, they decided to test it and see where it came from and it was actually a Civil War musket ball that he got shot with. 
and nobody knows where who it would have shot it because they tested all the guns that were involved with this reenactment and none of them fired a live round. Holy crap. Uh... <laughs> huh. I'm going to have to look into that more. Yeah, you can actually Google search that that story um, because it made the news because it was so like out of this world people were like person got shot I heard the headlines was like a reenactor gets shot while reenacting on Gettysburg and then when it came out I mean they kind of tried to hush it a little bit but it was like no you can't hush that I actually have a picture there's a hotel downtown Gettysburg it's the Gettysburg Hotel um, it caught fire during the Civil War and I used to be kind of skeptical about all the ghost stories, even though my dad was really big into them. And we have all those series of all the ghost story books of Gettysburg and everything like that. And they used to give me nightmares as a kid reading them. <laughs> it was worse than the Goosebump books. Um, <laughs> that's my bedtime stories. <laughs> but I have a picture of the Gettysburg Hotel that I took myself where there's flames coming out the windows and smoke. And the hotel was not on fire when I actually took that picture. So... It was like, oh, okay, now now I see it. Now I experienced this myself. So, okay, I'm going to call myself crazy because I can't explain this. So we're going to visit the battlefield, Courtney, and then we're going to stay in the hotel. You're high. I'm not staying. Nope. I don't stay in haunted hotels, Jay. Shh, 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 shh. No one said it's haunted. We're just going to stay there. Uh, yeah, we did. <laughs> You'll be fine. They'll know you're a Yankee, but you have like a Southern drawl. They'll be, they'll all be confused. <laughs> I don't okay. like this vote of confidence you're giving me here, Jay. I'm a Southern Yankee bell. See, this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Anyway, you're a Yankee by birth, yet. Um, I was born in Germany, Jay, going. so technically. <laughs> yeah, which makes us damn Yankees. I was in Germany, though. So your story doesn't add up. What what country are you a citizen of? Germany and the United you, States. You damn yank. Anyways, <laughs> so and I'm probably gonna say this wrong, which means it probably has a great stereotype, and I don't remember how to say it. Wawa or sheets? You said it good. Wawa sheets. Yeah. Good. You know. You know what. I, you know what I'm talking about. Good. Yay. <laughs> I think what he's trying to ask is <laughs> a lot of places said that no matter where you are in Pennsylvania, you're either a Wawa fan or a Sheets fan. Yeah. Is that which one? Which one do you like better? Um. So I actually like both of them because I grew up in both areas where so across the Susquehanna River, they don't have as many Wawas as they have Sheets um, and predominantly on the other side of the Susquehanna River. Um, they have more Wawa's. Um, I grew up outside of the Philly area, which had Wawa was the thing to go to. Um, and sheets weren't around when I was a kid. So it was Wawa. That's where you went. And then sheets came around and gave them a run for their money. I will go to either one. So <laughs> I'm not a loyal fan to either of them, oh, which is no. very un-Pennsylvania of me. But, um, you know, they both have their own things to them, um, and I enjoy everything about both of them. I like their selections. They're better than anything. To call them a gas station is either one of them is degrading to both of them. So <laughs> um, I do like the Wawa version pretzels better 
but the sheets pretzel sandwiches are phenomenal. So pretzel sandwich sounds delicious. They are. <laughs> Apparently, Pennsylvania is also where the line is where you either call it soda or pop. Which side, which side do you fall on? I fall on the soda side. Pittsburgh's a pop side. So that then from my end of the world, Pittsburgh might as well be in its own little state. I'm sorry if it's for people, but that's the reality situation. You're about eight hours away. So um, <laughs> so it, our state's so big that it, it people forget that um, we are so diverse in that regard because you got your people from Philly and they're so far tucked in the eastern corner that they may as well be Jersey, Delaware, the triangle area there that they all intersect in that area and it's its own little <laughs> world there and then you get up out of there and you walk and well you can't walk but you drive up to Pittsburgh and it's its own little world it's completely different it's a completely different atmosphere different way of speaking everything is completely different um and then I went we moved to York County Pennsylvania when I was in I forget how old I was when we moved there and it's its own world it's their Pennsylvania Dutch so their terminology was even different growing up so it, it was just it's a, there's different dialects all throughout the whole entire state a way you <laughs> say things and it it gets really confusing sometimes. I can imagine being like, wait, what? Can you can you translate this from that side of Pennsylvania to this side of Pennsylvania? Well, even, yeah, even my own parents. My parents will say water for water. <laughs> and in New York County, they say water. So I say water and my parents say water. And I'm like, it's, have to take a second to go, what are you saying right now? Like, okay, gotcha. I'm tracking. And every now and then I'll say, <laughs> I'll catch myself starting to say water. And I'm like, nope, oh, that's yeah. not that's gonna, what that's we're saying today. So. Pennsylvania translator. <laughs> you need one. <laughs> Speaking of Pennsylvania Dutch, how often <laughs> and how common is it to actually get stuck behind a horse and buggy? It depends upon where you are in Pennsylvania. <laughs> the failure if you find a if you find a horse and buggy, they're lost. Um, <laughs> they traveled way far from home, and I don't know how they got there. Um, but if you're in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and yes, it's Lancaster, not Lancaster. Wait, how do you say it? Lancaster. 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 No, you no, don't even. I'll work on it. I need even. translator. Yep, Pennsylvania translator. Um, that's Pennsylvania. That's um, Amish country. That's the heart of Amish country. Everybody goes there to go see Amish people, which I don't understand that because they don't like to be seen. But you're going to get stuck behind a horse and buggy just driving down the main highway, which is Route 30. And it's one lane predominantly throughout um, their prime heart of their area. And you're going to get stuck behind a horse and buggy, except for Sundays while they're at church. Then you can free fly as much as you need. But once they get out of church and they're all throughout the rest of the week, you're going to find a horse and buggy. And they're easy to track because the horse leaves its markings all along the way. <laughs> That's just all natural tire cleaner. Right. Uh, yeah. Is that <laughs> what it is? That's a nice deodorizer for your car. Now tell Sheet's got its name. Exactly. <laughs> I have a funny story about sheets. I had a foreign exchange student. I love her to death. She was from Armenia. Um, and she could not say sheets to save her life. She would call it shits. 
So we were going to shits every time we go to sheets. And I was like, oh, we got to work on this. So, but I thought it was too funny. So I kept letting her say it. And everybody else was like, we got to fix this. I'm like, no, she's great. So, that sounds like something it. Courtney would do. I, I totally would. Courtney's mean like that. Rude. I'm not True. mean. I just think things are funny. So when people think of Pennsylvania, some of the funnier ones people think of the fresh prince obviously <laughs> and then people also think of hershey's chocolate yep so like hershey's park is that a does everybody go there or is that just one of those things that's like a tourist thing that people from out of state go to well again it depends upon what part of pennsylvania you're from because there's dorney park that's outside of the philly area um and people go there a lot more from that area. Um, if you're from Delaware County, from anywhere outside in that area, you'll go to Dorney Park. But the people from Pennsylvania will go to Hershey Park. Um, we That was my senior class trip, going to Hershey Park. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not very creative. At least we got a senior <laughs> no. class trip. We didn't get one of those. Yeah, we, we went to... We did? We went to um, Hershey Park. I mean, they pretty much closed the, we went on a day that the park wasn't open. It rained the whole entire time, but we still had a blast. Um, and the teachers all stood at the gates and made sure we didn't like escape. <laughs> so we were like zoo animals in there just running around rampant and it was great. We had a fun time, but, and I've gone so many more times than I can count. So it's a fun experience. I enjoy it. So that's so cool. It's always been on my list of places to go. I've just never managed to get there yet, but I'm pretty sure I put it on the list when I was like 10 just because I thought everything was made out of chocolate. We would, well, no, <laughs> the, the lights do are shaped like Hershey Kisses and like there's Hershey shaped stuff all along the way throughout the whole entire town. Um, you can take the different, the, you can take the chocolate Hershey chocolate factory tour and at the end they give you well i don't know now with covid season what they do um but they used to give you a um candy bar at the end um if you were one of the ones that were sitting down in like their lunch area there um they would sometimes they'll select different people to try their new um what they're experimenting with it, it's a really neat experience i liked it and they have concert venues there too so there's more to hershey than just the um theme park and the chocolate and there's a zoo in the hershey park that you can actually access that's not part of hershey park zoo america is what it's called um and but there's the giant center which they have concerts there and then there's another big stadium outside of hershey um that's uh for concerts as well but the giant center doubles as the hockey rink for the hershey bears which is a farm team for i forget who they're for now it changed but it's blast because they'll the, they'll throw you the pucks gently when they're not using them anymore or like if they've scored a goal they'll throw you the puck my um my mom's boyfriend's grandson that's a confusing statement i know <laughs> but he always gets them and he'll never let me have them and i'm always like really i want one of those and he's like, no, i get them they're mine so he's like seven of them now i think or something like that Time for him to share with you, right? <laughs> right, that's what I said. <laughs> Little bugger won't share. So, I know there's more than just chocolate 
in Pennsylvania. You guys are also famous for having the country's oldest brewery. Yep. Did you have like a cult following for Yingling? Like, is it is it a big deal? Don't drink Bud, drink Yingling because it's from Pennsylvania. Well, actually, you say that, but there's a um, Budweiser factory in Pennsylvania. There's a lot of factories in Pennsylvania. There's a um, Amazon warehouse in Pennsylvania. There is a Coke and Pepsi bottling factory in Pennsylvania. There's all types of factories. I don't know why they choose to go there. I, I don't understand that, but they do. But Yangling is the main dominant. The reason that it is is because it was founded there. It was born and raised in Pennsylvania. And you can actually go tour the whole factory. Um, oh, I forgot Harley's made in Pennsylvania, too. Wait. Softail factory is in York County, Pennsylvania. Huh. Yeah, I did not a lot of know all these things are made in Pennsylvania. No, a lot of people don't. <laughs> it's just steel, yingling, chocolate, and then Amish people the rest of the state. No. Aside from the occasional <laughs> wall water sheets. We make a lot of stuff. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the polite That was a very yeah. polite yeah. shut up day. <laughs> uh-huh. yep. yeah, yep, <laughs> I'm used to it. Okay. So one of my favorite parts to talk about because I'm such a fatty is all the foods that are like unique to the state. One of the things people told us is pizza boy. And I have no idea what that is. So I'm really hoping you do. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I don't. Let's just make it up then. Right. And that has to be a Pittsburgh's Northern thing. Okay. I have never heard of Pizza Boy. Me either. So maybe somebody just made it up. Maybe somebody doesn't even know what they're talking about and they just pick something. <laughs> yeah, because we would go down to Ocean City, New Jersey, which was going to the shore and go there and eat Mac and It used to be Mac and Mancos until they found that Mac was embezzling funds and he went to jail. So now it's just Manco, Manco. So. Wait, wait. I think, I think we just stumbled on another one of them. You said go to the shore, not to the beach, Right. Right. Is that a, just a Pennsylvania thing? What's the Jersey for? Um, it is on your list of stereotypes. Yeah, you go to the shore, you don't go to the beach. Well, parts of Pennsylvania, you go to the shore, you don't go to the beach. So um, the Philly from it, like, again, that middle line, because <laughs> when we went to, moved out to York County, they would go to the beach. They go to Ocean City, Maryland. We go to Ocean City, New Jersey. So it's like, huh, okay. I don't understand this again. They drive an extra couple of hours to go to a different state that I would never track to, but that's just me. Um, but to go to that beach, and we go to Ocean City, New Jersey, because it's only two hours away, um, compared to six. So... Fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, but you go down to the shore. You you don't yeah, and it took me a while to comprehend the beach factor. So I feel like I'm getting all the hard ones on purpose. <laughs> Since we're on food, maybe this will help the context. Tregs, tregs, T-R-O-E-G-S. I feel like I can imagine the look on your face. Well, I'm waiting for it to have some like weird Pennsylvania Dutch where there's like accents that should be there that aren't because English. I'm Googling, by the way. I was going to say, I'm pulling my phone up so I can Google this right now. How'd you spell that? T-R-O-E-G-S. T-R-O-G-E-S? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the brewing company. Oh, 
Yeah, it's just another <laughs> brewing company. Obviously, it's not that big of a deal. Oh, it's not that exciting. I was like, oh, yeah, they got a big history because of this. It's like, yeah, they make beer. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just, they're in Hershey. I mean, it's, Hershey's a big, Hershey took over everything. They're like. Like Hershey the city or is it John Hershey? Like he took it over? No, like. Hershey Corporation uh, took over everything. Like they took over Mars Candy, Reese's, you name it. They Hershey owns it. It's ridiculous. So yeah, you say if you think you're buying a candy bar and you're like, oh, I'm not buying Hershey Company. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> York, you, you know York peppermint patties. Mm-hmm. So they were founded in York, Pennsylvania. It used to be manufactured in York, Pennsylvania. Hershey owns them. I didn't know that. They just own everything. Yeah, yeah they like to buy stuff. <laughs> and Hershey and Disney will merge and they'll own the world. That sounds like it. <laughs> it actually, sounds like a wonderful idea in my mind, but whatever. <laughs> okay, so I'm pretty sure that this is actually what most people call sprinkles, but do you call sprinkles jimmies? Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard them called that. I call them sprinkles. Um, but yeah, I've heard them called jimmies. I've heard them called types of weird bugs. I, I mean, all types of craziness. <laughs> Again, it depends upon where you're at. So if, the, if somebody said, Hey, Courtney, do you want some bugs on your ice cream? I'd be like, No, hell no. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Jay, why yeah, does it seem more weird? By the <laughs> I was like, Jay, why do you seem like you're stressed by that? <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't sound good. So I have more weird evidence I didn't realize. You can actually buy them where it actually calls them Jimmy's on the packaging. Yep. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, try going out of state and asking for those though. It's like, huh. That's the that only might not go so that's well. the only reason I've ever heard uh-huh. of them because I was waiting tables somewhere and they were like, Yeah, do you have ice cream with Jimmy's? And I was like, excuse me now. What? I don't think you want Jimmy in your ice cream. <laughs> I mean, you might. I don't know. Uh, all right. Not not just one city, even though we brought up the Fresh Prince earlier. Philly cheesesteaks. Well, I guess cheesesteaks really in general, because I think they're outside of Philly as well. But Pennsylvania. Not done right outside of Philly. I tell you that right now. <laughs> Ooh, there's that passion. This is the passion I was looking for on these. (laughs) All right. So let's get into some cheesesteak action here. So you're saying like as soon as you leave like the birthplace. Yeah. As soon as you get out of that Philly area, past Conchahawken, past even the Chester area. And you, again, you get out of that whole region that knows what they're doing in life. Um a cheesesteak is not a cheesesteak we like i said we moved to your county pennsylvania we thought we we're getting philly cheesesteaks and we got a hamburger bun with steak and cheese and it was like the mint steak and that was their version of a cheesesteak and i'm going what is this this is not it and some of the stuff they put on them was really special and i can't even remember it all because i was so disgusted it was not funny so they couldn't like take a trip down to philly and take notes I guess not now. It was two hours of a drive. Your county, like I said, I love them. They're Pennsylvania Dutch. They don't like change. You tell them they're wrong? No. 
doing it this way for a hundred years. Like, well, things have evolved. No. Yep. But they're going to still do it that way. So. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Another thing man. somebody said for food, and I really hope you can explain this one. Otherwise, I'm just giving up because you're like, yeah, Courtney, I don't know. What is a dippy egg? <laughs> I <am> gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep that passion. <laughs> And I wish you would have touched Hogmaw instead. So we'll come, we'll come right back to that. <laughs> oh, that's next. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh no, Hog, Hog what? Hogmaw? What is that? It, it sounds gross already. Yeah, it, you don't want to. It's just a soft-boiled egg. It's really not anything special. So, have you ever had a soft-boiled egg? I no. I don't think okay. I have. Not a fan of eggs anyway. So instead of a hard, hard boiled egg, it's a hard, like it, it looks like a hard boiled egg on the outside, but it's not so much on the inside. Ew. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. People are special. They are. That That is. And I just, I just Googled hog moth too. And ugh. yeah, you don't want any testings? No, nope, not today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait. So hog How do you spell it? hog mall, just the way it's spelled, two words. It's a delicacy in the Pennsylvania Dutch world. It's a pig intestine. And it loves to eat it. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't ask questions. Some all these pictures I'm like, oh. It, you're better off not asking a lot of questions. You just try it, eat it, and take a no thank you bite and you're good to roll. Have you tried it? Have you taken a no thank you bite? Yes. Is it is it as bad as it looks? No. Once you once you get past the initial thought of what you're eating, you're like, mm, this isn't too bad. Okay. Oh, there's a sale, eighty nine cents a pound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move from that right into some more stuff that's even super fun while I'm looking at butcher's tables. Scrapple. <laughs> oh, gross. You knew it was coming, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So, um, yeah. It's what's <laughs> left over, basically. <laughs> it, it's, I think it's gross. I don't like it. Um, people love it. Um, it tastes like butt to me but a lot of people say it tastes like sausage it's predominantly like the head the heart the liver like i said what's left over of a pig <laughs> so you know you get the yummy bacon you get the yummy ham you get the yumminess of a pig and then they're like hey we got all this yumminess all those other stuff left over let's just throw it in and see what we get out of it and you get scrapple what what do they so it's do with it? Pennsylvania Dutch spam. They eat it. Um, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, it is it like fried? Is it like on a sandwich? Just you can eat it pretty much any way you want to. Okay. I didn't. I I'm not a fan. So. I mean, it kind of looks like a mixture between meatloaf and spam. Yeah, that's actually a really good way to describe it. <laughs> Just change Scrapple to Spam Loaf. <laughs> <laughs> like that. 
Yeah, it, it's special. But <laughs> people love it, and I don't understand why. But well, there's there's a lot of it. Definitely a lot of different places you can buy it from too. Apparently, hey, mm-hmm. quit shopping for weird food right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's like 50 different packages. But yeah, anyways, let's move to something that sounds a little bit more uh, on the yummy side and not the leftover hoghead side. <laughs> Chicken and waffles. Is it a big deal? You know, I don't think so. I think um, <laughs> I think SOS is more of a big deal than chicken and waffles. But again, I think it's from where you're coming from. So wait, SOS. Uh, shit on a yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the bullet on that one. I had a feeling where we're going. Yep. Now, how how is that done in Pennsylvania? It's just like chip beef and gravy over like toast or whatever you want to eat it over or by itself. Um, but put it over some scrapple. No, not over. Oh, bro. This sounds horrific. Um, that sounds like your stomach is going to go, excuse me, I need to vacate the premises. So, I, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it, I, we, I, in our cafeteria, at least once a week, we would have chicken and waffles for our lunch so i mean <laughs> i guess it is more of a big deal than i ever actually thought about huh i think i just have <laughs> so, you know it's really funny to me you don't think about stuff that you are just used to until somebody asks you about it and then you're like huh okay i guess this is kind of weird <laughs> never really thought this was out of the norm and then somebody asks you about it and you're like don't you do that too no okay cool uh, just pennsylvania yeah we found that with a lot of things you've that never had it you need to, yeah you need to try it it's good i like chicken and waffles now i want that for dinner <laughs> i love chicken and waffles i will order that like religiously at restaurants that have it all the time i've never made it at home though but that's mostly because i don't like cleaning my waffle maker right because <laughs> it doesn't have the plates that come out it's a real pain in the ass oh yeah that would be horrible so a lot of people said potato chips too do you have like special potato chips we don't know about up there oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i need to hear about these secret potato chips so you know the brand uts you know lays you know but so hanover is coming around um, I don't know where you all are even at, so I don't, I'm just going to assume you're not in Pennsylvania. Um, so Hanover <laughs> is its own brand of um, everything. Uh, pretzels, chips, crackers. Um, you can actually, that's another thing we make. Uts is based out of Pennsylvania too. Um, so, and hers potato chips out of Pennsylvania. And the, you get different flavors. Then I've gone out to stores like even a sheets in North Carolina and they don't have the same flavor of potato chips that you can get in Pennsylvania. And I'm going, you're a sheets. How do you not have this? Um, and they're just like, well, we get what they send us. Yeah. Well, um, you get the wrong thing. So, <laughs> so it, it's always, and even every little County, every little town has their own like unique flavor that they get shipped in sometimes and it's like this is kind of fun you can go potato chip shopping and we literally do we're ridiculous when it comes to our potato chips and everybody has their own thing my grandmother wouldn't buy anything other than her potato chips because she knew mr her so she was all about that 
and she, my husband and I were just talking about this last night. Um, she wouldn't buy anything other than Scott's brand toilet paper, paper towels, and tissues because she knew the Scott's family and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And she owned stock in the company. And oh my God, it was ridiculous. And it was <laughs> brand loyal loyalty with her. Yeah. Well, and they they get like that. They get Pennsylvanians get very loyal to their products. So if you're like, again, if you're big into Utz potato chips, you're going to be buying, your family will be buying Utz potato chips. If you're big into Lay's or hers or Hanover, you're buying that. And that's what your family is going to end up buying. And it goes down generations too. <laughs> we pass on a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm into the potato chip love. Like I'm going to need to go potato chip shopping in Pennsylvania. Yeah, like, it's adding that to my road I, trip list for the summer. Again, that's another thing. I'm just sitting here going, huh, doesn't everybody do that? Doesn't everybody go to the Hanover factory and buy the Hanover potato chips and or go to the hers factory and take the tour and eat their chips and buy their chips? I guess not. Oh, the most I've ever oh, been excited yeah, totally. about potato chips <laughs> is the golden flake pickle chips that you can get in like Alabama and Louisiana that you can't get in indiana yeah that's as excited as i've ever been about chips but i'm pretty excited to find out about pennsylvania chips this summer there's a several different pickle flavored of chips if you like chips and then you can sit there and compare them all together this sounds like my kind of time <laughs> it's all about sale incorporated yep whoever's on sale yeah i never make it in pennsylvania nope <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? Potato chips. That was an easy one. I'm I'm giving you all the hard ones that are just kind of like, what? So <laughs> I'm going to guess not gobstoppers, but what are gobs? Gobs? The candy? Possibly. <laughs> the only answer they gave us was gobs. G-O-B-S. Where are you getting these things from? The internet. I just ask people and weird people give us strange answers sometimes i'm googling it again i see that an oh, acronym it looks may like be a, a whoopie, whoopie pie. pie okay then why didn't they just call it a whoopie pie i don't know they're just messing with me i guess <laughs> apparently there's a company that markets them as gobs well fun fact it looks like the same damn thing to me the but they might be the one that have the chocolate chip cookies on them Ooh might be what it, uh, they probably are because that's what would make them different than the whoopie pies all right then i'm into and those it. are amazing those are absolutely they're better than whoopie pies because they take the two <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know but i've never heard them called gobs before hmm. maybe it's another side of the state thing maybe or maybe i just never paid enough attention to it i just knew <laughs> i was getting it like deuces i'm out bye thank you you got my stuff see ya i was too like excited because i was looking for the sugar at that point so <laughs> was there anything that's like a normal thing to eat in pennsylvania that we missed or something that we need to know about normal thing to eat just like something you, you get there yeah <laughs> i don't know because everything we've been talking about seems pretty normal to me and then i'm like um i guess not I don't know. I mean, there's ham loaf. 
that's just ham's version of meatloaf. Okay. Which I think is amazing. It's really know how... good. It is. It's phenomenal. I don't have ever had that. Yeah, yeah, you're missing out in life. Um, <laughs> I have a favorite restaurant that I get it from, and they put raisins in it. A lot of people don't like raisins, but for some reason, adding the raisins to it just adds a little bit of extra. And then it has like this little glaze that goes over top of it. And we shouldn't have been doing this around dinner time because now I'm wanting that for dinner. <laughs> so. Just a little bit of everything for dinner tonight, right? And that's our episode. We're going to eat. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow, that does look really good. It's phenomenal. It's ridiculously phenomenal. I don't know. We yeah. eat a lot of weird stuff now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> We're a landlocked state. So if you would ask us what a shrimp looks like, it's the pink thing. It wasn't until I went down to um, see, like, actual shrimp, and I didn't know they had little pointy things on their head and everything else. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, You know, so there's not a lot of understanding of sea creatures. (laughs) I mean, we understand what they are, but when you go to eat them, you don't understand it as much as you do, like, people from the coastal states would um we do have a lot of good fishing but it's just different types of fishing so i don't know i have no idea and now i'm trying to wrap my brain i'll think of something like three seven hours maybe tomorrow i'll be like oh that would have been really good i have no idea (laughs) that's how it always works for me it's like two o'clock in the morning and i'm like oh man why didn't i say that Mm mm-hmm so for jobs, the only two answers that people gave us was they think people in Pennsylvania work for Hershey's or are steel workers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got we to gotta add in there scrapple makers, too. Scrapple makers. Oh, my goodness. But obviously, there's lots of manufacturing there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Amish people doing Amish things. That counts, too, right? Um. <laughs> Well, I personally, this is just my viewpoint on the Amish. This is not counting as any Pennsylvania viewpoint on the Amish. This is just Laura's viewpoint. This is disclosure statement. <laughs> they're they're kind of in their own little world. Um, then they're just happen to be centralized in Pennsylvania. I mean, there's Amish all throughout different states. I know they're like Ohio, Indiana, um, probably Kentucky too. Um, but they don't believe in our our way of life at all so they don't use our banks um they don't use our utilities anything like that um they just within the last 15 years um and that might be way too many years started having emergency cell phones in their schools and legitimately that's all it is is one community will have their emergency cell phone because of an incident that occurred several years ago where an an individual went in and shot up an Amish school for absolutely no reason oh my goodness um so they really do not partake in societal means by any shape they're purely their own culture their own they maintain their own ways. Um, so they they do their own thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 
125%. Do they so have like places in Pennsylvania? I know in Indiana where the Amish people were there, like they had restaurants and stuff that was more for touristy stuff. Do they have places like that in Pennsylvania or do they just seriously just doing their Amish thing by themselves? No, they have a lot of touristy areas. Um, like you can tour an Amish house and an Amish farm and everything like that. Um, and they have restaurants. They have stands all alongside the road where they are. Um, and they don't mind interacting. Um, but when they're working, when they're doing their daily tasks, they want to be left predominantly alone. Um, they still, like, when, if you're a tourist in that area, they expect you to respect them and what they live by. Um, like, if you're taking pictures, you don't take their picture of their face. Um, and it's become a big con conflict, um, and because of social media, people are always posting pictures and, you know, the locals around there are very protective of them. Uh, and if they see people taking pictures of them and they're not being respectful in the way that they're doing that, um, they'll say something to them. Pennsylvanians are known to have the ability to walk up to you and just tell you what they think. <laughs> and no care is given, basically. Um, we don't bite our tongues very easily, uh, especially if you're being disrespectful about something that we hold dear to us. And so if you're disrespecting a culture of the, like, and the heritage of the Amish and they may not come up to you and say something because they may not even realize what's going on. They'll come up and say something for them um, because they understand that you're not only are you disrespecting them for as a culture, but you're disrespecting their religious right um, thoughts at that point in time. And so in their personal wishes, they don't want their picture taken of their face. Um, so they are very much, protective of that and so and then just watching how people drive around the buggies and everything like that so but they do interact um and they do allow you to ask questions if you have questions as long as again they're respectful questions not right are you part of the amish mafia my god seriously folks <laughs> are you uh. <laughs> oh my goodness i know like the only time I've really been around Amish anything was in northern Indiana, and it was at Christmas time. There was a whole Christmas lights parade. Jay still doesn't fully understand that. But, um, like, they make some really pretty furniture. But other than that, I've never really seen anything where Amish people interact with. I guess Amish people call us English. Isn't that something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. I learned that from, I learned that from breaking Amish. Breaking Amish. It's a show. I watched it. Yeah, we got one of our dogs from them um, accidentally. My first husband and I. Uh, she wandered into where we were having our. We were going on our honeymoon part of it, um, and she. We didn't know where she had come from, and they claimed the little Amish boy from next door on the farm next door claimed that it was his dog, but he couldn't identify her. So my first husband went over and spoke to the um, Amish father, the husband. He would not speak to me. He he would not speak to me at all. He would not acknowledge my existence at that point in time. Oh. Um, which was fine. I had I completely understood. I respected him at that point. On the little boy, had no problem talking to me. But we ended up paying him like twenty five, thirty dollars for this dog 
because he claimed it was their dog and it was his son's dog and everything else. They had no idea whether it was a male or female, but they claimed that every every child needed a dog. But I wasn't going to leave her there. I was like, I don't know how she wasn't any, she wasn't a farm dog. She wasn't, she was just a mutt at that point in time. And she, um, so we ended up just buying the dog off of him. He was fine with it, but they didn't have any shoes on and they were out plowing a field um, with horse and the old school plow. And I'm like, how are you plowing a field right now with no shoes on kind of thing? Like that's extremely dangerous. <laughs> so, yeah. but that's, that's what they were doing. So, okay. That's, that's them. I mean, I'm so. a big fan of not wearing shoes, but I'm pretty sure if I was plowing a field, I'd put some on. Yeah. No, that's they were out there though. doing all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll grow into it. You'll toughen your feet up. Oh my goodness. So other than plowing fields barefoot, the stereotypical answers we got for what Pennsylvanians do for fun, watching sports and trout fishing. <laughs> and that's the end of the list. So <laughs> oh my a lot of, lot of sports and a lot of trout fishing apparently going on in Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania, trout fishing and sports. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm wondering what, just watching sports. So in the wintertime, I can understand why they would maybe want to be inside, if, especially if they don't want to go outside when it's colder out and snowing. And yes, we are sports enthusiasts. I say we, I don't particularly care for sports myself, but with that stated, in my family, if you're not an Eagles fan, you're not a family member. So, <laughs> um, it, it's part of the, again, we pass it down to the generations. Um, there's a lot more to do in Pennsylvania than just watching sports and trout fishing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There's really good trout fishing and other fishing. There's really there's good sport field plowing, but there's a lot of other stuff to do. I mean, there's, I don't know how much time you got, but there's a lot to do more than Hershey park. There's concerts to go to. Um, there's a lot, it's rich in history. There's uh, tours to go on. Obviously, like I said, Hershey is there. Harley Davidson soft factory is there to take tours of, um, the hot rod convention comes around town, um, in York County, Pennsylvania. Um, and then it goes up and down the East Coast. The Mummers Parade. Don't, if you don't know what a mummer is, please Google search it because I can't explain them. You have to look them up. All right. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Doing it right now. They are so much fun. Oh, uh, what? It does look so much fun. <laughs> it is. So, you know. I'm. <laughs> It's like Mardi Gras and clowns just clashed with every theme. Exactly. <laughs> I think you just described it perfectly. And they're a blast. You know? They, oh, it does look really fun. It is fun. Um, and, you know, you just go. You just go and have fun. And it's, I guess, technically it would be our version of Mardi Gras. I don't know. It's just a parade. So, and this is in Philly? Yeah. <laughs> Again, something else I thought everybody had in life, and I didn't realize that everybody didn't have a Mummer's uh, Parade. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, pretty cool. I'm pretty started. jealous right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like pirates, clowns, Batman's in there. Not sure what he's doing. 
I don't think they know per se what they're doing sometimes, but hey, you know what? They're just having fun. So. Yeah, I'm not even sure if they're dancing or fighting at this point. <laughs> Parade. Yeah. Jay, you still stuck on that? <laughs> He's oh, like impressed. There's a like, thousand oh rubber pictures. This is something I. This is definitely. This has got to be a new Pennsylvania stereotype. Why does the world not know about this? Because <laughs> we like to keep some things a secret, I think. You thought Mardi Gras was crazy. Check out the Mummer Parade. <laughs> like the context of some of these pictures, like there's like two sax players behind a police van. What's going on there? There's a story there. They're clearly, you know, playing jams for the policeman. Right. Okay. Making sure you didn't get stuck in flying into when we won the super bowl for the eagles and destroyed our city but that's okay (laughs) no no none of those pictures yeah (laughs) we are the we are officially the only town and only city and i'm very proud of that that they greased our light poles so we would not climb them but we managed to still climb them and destroy the city all at one time so (laughs) because we won something Wait, wait. The city greased the light poles. Yeah, they came through and greased down all the light poles so that people wouldn't climb the light poles. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and we then people still managed to climb up them, and then we set the whole city on fire. So, you know, it was great. Start wrapping with barbed wire. We're the only city that I know that when we win the Super Bowl, we set the city on fire and destroyed it. So, because we won. Not because we lost, but because we won, we decided to go crazy <laughs> i was like wait we got we won right yeah we did win okay why why did we okay uh, why are we so mad because <laughs> we're always mad and loyalty <laughs> if that's not a stereotype about pennsylvania i it probably we look angry all the time and i don't know why it's just our natural context we have the most amazing rbfs on the planet um <laughs> and we come across extremely not friendly but once you get to know us we are very friendly people it just it's hard to get through that really rough shell that we have and that face of ours my husband mentions it all the time he's like you always look pissed off at the world i'm like i'm just chilling You just need to show them the Mummer Parade pictures, and then everything's good, right? <laughs> so we can have Pennsylvanians can have a good time doing no matter what we're doing. We have a good time. Anything we could be sitting outside in the freezing cold rain, snow, sleet, hail. You know, we we make awesome postal service people because <laughs> we got this. We're gonna have a blast. So, <laughs> probably because we're drunk, but that's okay because we've been waiting, yingling, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and while eating all our potato chips. <laughs> all the state pride all right. I'm just like I have this whole imagination right now of what our artist is gonna draw for the stereotype thing, and it's just it's perfect. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts coming out of everything and yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, a ghost mummer. <laughs> hang on let me look through these thousand pictures i saw one somewhere focus you can google later fine there's just so much to learn about pennsylvania there is and that's my thing if my philosophy about pennsylvania is if you're bored that's your fault because you're not getting out you're not going to 
figure out your state. You can drive to pretty much anywhere. And in some of the bigger cities like Pittsburgh, um, Harrisburg, and Philly, you can walk. There's great public transportation. Uh, and they always have big events going on throughout the year. And they're scattered throughout the year, too. So it's not just like, oh, one and done. Oh, fall is the big time. No, it's all year round. They have different things going on. And if you get bored in Philly because there's no skiing there, then go out to the western part of your state. Go find a ski slope. And if you get bored in Pittsburgh because, well, I've already driven across all three of these bridges 17 times and skied all these <laughs> slopes and everything else, go check out. <laughs> you might as well just drive to the other end of the state. And if you get tired of the cities, you can go hang out in the countryside because there's a lot of country and everybody's like, oh, you're." that's why it confuses me when people say Pennsylvania. Yeah, we have a huge, vast majority of country, but if people either think we're a hick redneck hillbilly or we're all city and it's like there's a lot of in between too and there's a lot of stuff to do and go see and and we have casinos now too in pennsylvania so if you get really bored go spend your money <laughs> but instead of coins it spits out potato scrapple. <laughs> <Ten> scrapple. <laughs> little scrapple coins individually wrapped of course oh my goodness jay <laughs> so what coming up cheaper you get a meal out of it no no thank you so coming up soon we have like a bracket like competition where we're going to start voting for the state with the coolest stereotype do you think pennsylvania should win the coolest stereotype um i love all the thought being put into it (laughs) well i'm going over stereotypes that i have personally for a lot of other states (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, I mean, who else has uh, Pennsylvania? I mean, granted, we're piggyback- piggybacking off of other people, but that's we just make scrapple out of it. So. I love it. What? <laughs> Jay's still googling. He's lost. I lost. No, no, I just yeah. Mm. I'm just thinking of turning everything into scrapple, and then for some reason, my mind circled back to the serial killer thing and. <laughs> Now I can't not think about it. So, James, <laughs> maybe don't get a wife Zero from killers, places, <laughs> and mystery meat from a grinder. Where do you think the mystery meat actually truly comes from? <laughs> Apparently the people that piss you guys off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can take pictures of Amish, huh? Like a great ham loaf. Why do you think we're so haunted? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> Um, I think that just became the new Pennsylvania stereotype. <laughs> I don't know about all that, Dave. You've heard of Hershey's. Have you heard of serial killer Scrapple? <laughs> you have now. I think you just made a new <laughs> food group. <laughs> oh, yeah. The FBI is going to be opening up a bunch of cold cases in Pennsylvania. Like, I think we know what happened. <laughs> so, so now that we've established the new Pennsylvania best stereotype, what what state that isn't Pennsylvania do you think has the best or the funniest stereotype? Hmm. I don't know. The best stereotype. Or it can just be a state that you think has a funny stereotype or a stereotype you have for a state, too. I got way too many of them. I know. That's so fun. Tell us about them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, nobody wants to live in Maryland. So they all come and live in Pennsylvania. That's how cool Pennsylvania is. Everybody wants to live there. <laughs> nobody wants to live in Jersey. <laughs> they all live in Pennsylvania again. Oh, I don't know. I don't think about many other states. I'm so surprised, honestly, with all the interviews we've done so far that nobody says anything about Alabama. I feel like everybody's just trying to, like, go around it. That'd be nice. <laughs> Why? Because they don't have all their teeth. <laughs> or because they like to date their sister, whichever. <laughs> I thought that was West Virginia. Yeah, I think Alabama said, hold my beer and took that over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, we just nailed West Virginia. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> God bless America. Uh... <laughs> I mean, reality is West Virginia is like the hills have eyes. So, you know. <laughs> Love it. Okay, we're going to pick They have freckle too, don't oh, they? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> so I have one more question for you, and it has nothing to do with Pennsylvania. But when you eat an Oreo, are you a twister? A dunker, or do you eat it like a psychopath where you just take a bite out of it like a sandwich? I shove the whole entire freaking thing in my mouth and tear it apart while it's in my mouth. Yes. That's better than <laughs> taking a bite out of it, Jay. You are a psychopath, Jay. I will also eat them whole, good lord. Yeah, I'll stick the whole thing in and then I pull the top off with my teeth and my tongue and then I pull the middle of it out. <laughs> Like, you can't talk to me when I'm eating an Oreo at all because the whole stupid cookie is in my mouth and I'm just like tearing it apart. And I'm like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I look like a chipmunk with the different sections. <laughs> I'm kind of really entertained with this. This is a whole new way to eat an Oreo <laughs> because I don't want anybody else to steal them. So <laughs> I'm eating it as fast as I can. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I like. Oh, man. All right. If you want so to play a really, some... really mean trick on somebody, you can take the Oreos, eat all the centers out, put <laughs> shaving cream in the middle, Ooh. just right, put them back in the game. Yep. So. That's rough. It is. It's hilarious to watch the reaction, though. I bet it so. is. Uh, I think that's worse than being a serial killer. I think we've gone straight psychopaths. <laughs> And now I'm only going to eat Oreos my psychopath That's way, why you should twist them, Jake, because sure. then you know something's wrong with it before you put it in your mouth. No, or it just looks like a mega stuffed Oreo, and I eat it anyway. We if have, I pull it out of the packaging, <laughs> you can't get it. We have labeled packages of Oreos, whose is whose in our house. And when he tries to take mine, that's what happens. <laughs> Something is wompy in the center of it. I was Extreme say this makes Oreo eating. Yes. So. I'm into it. Hey, this is Laura from Pennsylvania, and I answered Coey's questions. Thank you for hanging out and talking about Pennsylvania today. It was great having you on here. Be sure to stay tuned when voting starts to vote for Pennsylvania to be one of the three states to represent the Northeast in the search for the state with the coolest stereotype in America. You're up against Rhode Island first, so I'm pretty sure you can probably win that one. They're like microscopic. <laughs> <laughs> there's that brand loyalty passion coming back exactly i love it that's the most perfect thing ever they're microscopic <laughs>
We can't find the answer to the state with the coolest stereotype in America without y'all. Come join the search at coesquestions.com slash mystatesbetter. There are lots of ways to join the search. Tell us what you think, be part of the intros, represent your state, vote, and share it with friends. Do one of them or do them all, but we are finding this answer together. <laughs>